I was just saying that Jill and I just did AM 800 last week, I think it was, with uh, Scott Dillingham at Lens City. So we're all pros in front of the mics now, yeah. right? Yeah. Were you, were you nervous to hear yourself on, on... I was. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I this was. is a format that um, obviously is is a lot more used in today's day and age now. And I think um, it's, it's important. It's a, yeah, it's important for us to get out there and... And, and speak like this because a lot of people just see what we post on social media. Our photos. And a photo of you. And this is kind of... And a, a well thought out edited blurb that we see in typo. <laughs> yeah. This is a yeah. deep dive into um, the business and, and our thoughts and who we are. And hopefully people get some value out of that. But I think it's important for us no to... No editing, no overdub. That's right. If we yeah. make a mistake and say something stupid, everyone gets to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit of editing. Unless you hit, don't hit record, then no one hears anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we were just, before we, we got on this, we were just chatting about, um, like, living all over the country and family and stuff. And I think that's stuff that a lot of people can relate to. Because, Jill, you were <laughs> not in this business at all. No. Jill, before... Jill arguably could have been a foster child. Like if you if you didn't know better, she's lived in fifteen different houses in only thirty some odd years. So literally every other year of her life, she's moved. She yeah. she's been fostered around. <laughs> Where okay, so what you were a teacher right before this, right? I want to yeah. go all the way back. I think it'd be funny to to go back and talk about what we all did as jobs because I know Joe. I know you have some hilarious jobs. That yeah. you've done in the past before this, shameless, before we and, and shameless, and, and I've got some good ones too. But Jill, like, you, so you you were a teacher, you were like a career teacher yeah, before this, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. boring for almost ten years. Ten years, yeah. in teaching. Did you love it, or I like, did? Were, I did. You did love I it. I did love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I kind of I wanted to be that for a long time. I actually taught my youngest sister when she was in grade six, when I was in grade twelve, doing my like co-op. Oh, we were doing those classes. That's weird. Yeah. So did she love um, that, or did she was she like? And I think she thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she told you. <laughs> maybe she thought it was cool. <laughs> but you taught out in Vancouver. Vancouver first, yeah. Once I graduated, I, I moved out to Vancouver and taught at a private school in West Van. Never yep. been. Still mm-hmm. never been. Oh, it's gorgeous. You haven't been to no. Vancouver mm-hmm. or the island? No. Oh. Uh, no, no. Might be might be one of my favorite places in the world, yeah. the island. My yeah. sister's going to school there, I think, next that's, year. Olivia, yeah, yeah. that's a place to go. That's, <laughs> a, that's a place. I can see memories in that's your mind. A, <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Um, so you were a teacher for 10 years. That's crazy. What? Why did you leave that profession? Uh, moving. <laughs> moving. We, when we went to like move back to Ontario... Um, finally got a job. We moved to London, Ontario, and I got a job in working for the school board there, uh, Thames Valley. And it takes time to get seniority and mm. your what full-time grades? position. So, um, kindergarten, grade four. Which one did you like better? Did a lot of supply work. And did you like London. JK better? Um, no, I liked them all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And being part of like my dad. My dad's a t- my dad was a teacher. My dad's been retired yeah. for a while now, but he taught in the elementary schools yeah. as well so he he's got some um opinions on which grades he likes to teach mm-hmm. more because it, it's all different he ended up spending a lot of his career teaching like the seventh grade and the eighth grade which is really tough because those are the kids that are like they're kind of just ready to go mm-hmm. like they're ready to be not in elementary school anymore so they get this 
bit of an ego because mm-hmm. they're like they're the kings of the school right before right? it's broken in grade nine yeah and they're starting <laughs> to get that attitude because they're 12 years old some of them maybe even 13 years old at that point and uh, so i think his favorite grades to teach were like five six because the kids are really starting to get like more mental capacity they can work through things they can reason things more mm-hmm. but yeah. they're still kind of humble yeah right yeah did you find that yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and well, and then the the younger ones they just there are a lot of it's a lot of like, social emotional yeah, stuff yeah, happening yeah. With, the, with the little ones right so it's 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 fun it's just very different how do you think that's differing now because these kids aren't even having an opportunity to do a lot of the social stuff anymore with know. covid i don't mm. know i think about it all the time i wish i was a fly on the wall in my kids classroom right now yeah just to know like how they're interacting and what they're doing because i know for a while like they were sending uh pictures home of my kids and they're sitting at a desk with their mask on and they've got like a tray so lila would be able to bring back the toys play with that but then she had to bring the tray back and it had to be sanitized for like another kid got to, and like yeah. it's not the same where you so got to just like go to the block center my, or the dramatic play center and be together my mom's got an interesting teaching job because she does the art teaching right but she's got to change her like mentality of who she's teaching every other hour because she'll go from four-year-olds to seven-year-olds to ten-year-olds all the way up to people in their 50s 60s 70s right so she's always like switch having to switch the classroom up from cater to the younger to the older and when they COVID had hit they went over to zoom and they were doing the art classes over zoom and what we found was when she would um she would put everybody in one big zoom room and everybody would just shut their screens off and just paint alone at home and we're like well what's the point of being on zoom if everyone's just shutting their mic off and painting alone anyways and what we found worked was when she put them into their own rooms with their own group of friends so like let's say there was like four girls that would usually sit together in the classroom, she would separate them off into their own room and instantly their cameras come back on. They start socializing and you start to realize how much kids just miss that socializing. And when they're on Zoom, people are like, well, they're socializing, but they're not because they don't want they right. don't want to say something to their friend in front of 30 other people. Right. Mm-hmm. And those rooms we found, it started to like bring out that. I don't think it's even just them missing it. I think they need it. Absolutely. Like kids don't even realize how much they they come out of their shell and they thrive when they've got other kids around and that social activity happening and so yeah that's going to be i think we're going to see some of the effects of kids in their like first development stages in these in these school years they're they're missing something big time right now i got some covid babies but yeah, yeah, I think so. There's going to be a COVID effect, I yeah. think, as like, some of these kids Shout out to all go. the teachers right now that are trying so hard to make sense and do what the best they can yeah. with what they're allowed to do. Yeah. I, I've almost like, I thought to myself, I'm glad. You feel that like you dodged a bullet? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't have to do that because I don't know. I, yeah. I'm a, that's hard. That's yeah, hard. It's... And, it, and it's a, it would be taxing because you just, you want to give these kids the very best and you're trying to create a classroom, the classroom environment to to give them all the tools. And mm. when you're restricted in so many ways, like well, what about the unknowns of being shut down again and things like that during those times? Because they would have to come up with a like a criteria of things to work on if they were in class, but then they'd have to have like a backup criteria to have for when they're out of class um, on Zoom. So they're you probably are doing double the workload, getting stuff ready that you may not ever end up using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, most teachers love teaching just because they love being around people and kids and things and, and you're sitting in a class and like my daughter's doing screen. junior kindergarten um, classes online which I thought would have been close to impossible but it actually worked 
but you see the teacher like singing songs and dancing in her living room by herself and that's awkward and weird and it's just not natural it's i have a friend natural. i have a friend that is a uh uh, supply teacher him and his wife are both supply teachers and he sends hilarious videos <laughs> and like like instagram stories and stuff to us all the time where he's like teaching a grade one class and he's like well this is my day today and he's like up in front of the camera like <laughs> dancing like this and all the kids are dancing in their little squares oh my God. it's not like that now but that was what it was like um when he was doing all the virtual mm. imagine being a supply teacher um like a substitute teacher during this because he was telling me like they don't even give you half the teachers don't even give you anything you don't even know what you're walking into it's just all mm -hmm. of a sudden you've got 20 squares mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. you know grade one grade two kids boop, 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 all popped up in your camera and you're like what do i do now mm -hmm. yeah. like i can't even do the things that i would normally do with yeah. these kids it's all adaptation so you dance we all had to you so you dance <laughs> yeah um wow so that's a big thing you being a teacher what did you do before teaching what are some other yeah, jobs? Yeah, she went had? right. To, she went to the most professional, yeah. like, respectful <laughs> right. one. Like that's not what we want to hear. I want to know yeah. some um, of the things, nope. that, jobs no. that you had before. I was that. A, uh, a a cashier yeah. at Foodland. That was my first job. Ooh. Um, yeah, Exciting it was. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, retail. You went through retail. Yeah. See, that's a that's a common. Like I did too. Yeah. And I think when um, because that's I mean it's sales. Yeah. Right, it's it's entry into the sales profession, yeah. but I think it's working with people, it's working with with selling product, yeah. it's working. So I think being a realtor, like was, there's a natural fun. progression to this job that we all take a bunch of different routes to it. But I find a, a, a common trait for a lot of like successful realtors out there is they worked a lot of different jobs in different fields, and they have a very wide. Um, range of skill sets yeah. that they've learned throughout. Yeah. I mean, we had talked in one of the podcasts about you um, serving and on the side doing the touring and, and just learning and traveling and the teamwork with the band and then doing the serving and learning that customer service and, mm -hmm. and yeah. the speed of things and the multitasking. Like, it, I mean, it, I know that can go for a lot of jobs, but um, it does seem to be a very common thing with realtors. Yep. There's a, a rapport that you have to have with people to do any of those jobs well mm -hmm. and that's the same in this job this job isn't just about smashing a house down someone's throat mm -hmm. right like this mm -hmm. job is about cultivating a relationship with people and emotional. being on the same page mentally and and um just day in and day out with the clients that you that you have that's the most important part of this job yep. if you can't do that then you're in the wrong business yep. but 